Hey, everybody. Um, so it's going to be like a foot of rain instead of two feet of rain, which is a tremendous amount anyway. But yeah. not quite as bad. Well, maybe they over-predicted, I do hope so. Those people down around that area have had a plenty of the last few years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of rains. And this is just, yeah. it's just the beginning of the hurricane season, you know. So. I know, I was thinking about that. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. It's, it's just getting started good. And, well, we got to watch watch all the coastlines, North uh, Carolina. I'm stuck right out here. We got a couple of three close calls last year. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it last year you had that one... Uh... Florence? No, not Florence. Was that Florence? No, no Florence was uh, a couple in years In the 90s. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, it was an F-storm. I know it was an F-storm because every time we had F-storms, it was like the worst. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that yeah. early September, <laughs> Fran, Floyd, yeah, Florence. Florence, yeah. That was, that was last year, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? Okay. Maybe I was thinking about Floyd, yeah. Yeah, Floyd was way way back. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. I try not to pay them any mind unless they're really bad. and Well, you yeah. never can tell, so I've got in the habit the last several years of I just ride up the road out of, out of the reach and wait yeah. to come back. Yeah. yeah. You know, as long as you're mobile like that, you know. Um, And you don't live near the coast, so it's not so bad. You're on higher ground anyway. Yeah, a little bit. But we could use some rain, cool, cool some stuff off around here. Yeah. What you need is, I don't think you need more rain there. I think you need colder winds coming down from the north. Yeah, yeah that would be great. Yeah, because yeah, the whole, the ground in the whole southeast is saturated. Just really. Yeah. Well, we're lucky over here. It doesn't, we got a lot of, sandy type stuff. It it doesn't last too long. It dries up pretty quick. The bad mm-hmm. thing around here is when the rivers and the streams get full and the dams got a lot of dams around here and mm-hmm. sometimes they have to open the gates on the dams to keep the dams from bursting and when they do that is when they flood all the coastal area. Mhm. Yes. Yeah. In fact, uh, it was Floyd. Uh, a lot of water with Floyd, and they had to open up some of the dams inland. And well, 
the outer outer coastal area was fine until they opened up those mm-hmm. dams and it cost a yeah. lot of people a lot of homes. I think I remember it was uh like Falls Lake had to open up. And then right. it flooded the Noose River, right? The Noose yeah. River all the way down to the coast. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It flooded everything from uh, yeah. the dam all the way to the coast. Yeah. Yeah. First time wow. we've had any serious flooding that I can remember in a long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. The news yeah. that's one of the main main rivers. Yeah. Yeah. And they built up all around that. That's part part of the problem is they shouldn't be building houses right in the floodplains, you know. I mean, yeah, especially yeah, especially if they're going to open up a dam. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And even if but you I buy think, insurance, they may or may not sell you insurance uh, along that road, you know, that route, because it's like, well, you're not near the coast, so why would you need flood insurance? But they're yeah, still building yeah. houses all along, you know. Yeah. That area. Well, I know they had a, a lot of folks lost their homes, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I've been around this area for a long, long time, and I don't ever remember these particular mm-hmm. areas flooding, even when the river flooded. But uh, mm-hmm. I can't imagine how much water they turned loose. Must have been an awful lot. Mm-hmm. Well, the good news is last year was a really bad hurricane season. So maybe this year won't be so bad. You know, because it's not, they usually don't have terrible seasons back to back like that. Yeah. Last year. Yeah, they usually alternate a little bit. You're right. Mm hmm. Yeah. Of course, I'll just do the same. I'll evaluate the situation and figure on either staying or going. I can replace everything but me, so. Mm. Drove up to uh, Greensboro, almost to the other side of Greensboro. I think it was last year, maybe... Yeah, last year. And yeah. uh waited out one day. One day that I had to stay okay, up there yeah. one day. Yeah, and come on back. And of course it wasn't that bad, so I, I probably yeah. could have stayed. Yeah. Hmm. Where do you go when you drive away like just to a parking area or? Yeah, yeah, I just go and uh, depending on how many days I'm going to stay, you know, if i got more than a couple of days, I'll look around for a motel. But, you know, I wasn't sure what was going to be going on. 
In fact, I yeah. remember it was close to Halloween, uh, mm-hmm. almost so it was in October, and I went to a shopping center, found me a eating place, and I went in to eat and come back out, and I seen this huge uh, shopping place that was well loaded down with uh, Halloween stuff and uh, mm-hmm. party party sort of stuff, you know, like superficial Halloween stuff. And I went and explored some of the stores, and then I went back to the truck and took me a good long nap in the rain, pouring rain. Always makes me sleep really well. And uh, mm-hmm. came to and... Probably about midnight or so, the rain had slacked up. I checked the weather and I headed on back. So, all day, mostly all day, and was mm-hmm. about three hours, three hours away. So mm-hmm. I come on back. Yeah, I got back about two or three in the morning. Everything was still in place. Everything was still. Hmm. Nailed down pretty good, so. So how's the gang stalking when you go on those little trips? They follow you, I'm sure, but is it worse or yeah. better? No, it's it's really really not any different because okay. usually they're there when I get where I'm going. And even uh-huh. in some cases, they let me know they're there as I'm going. I won't never forget one time I come out of Pennsylvania to come back home. I had been making some trips up there, and uh, I came I came uh, out of off of the turnpike in Pennsylvania and got on 95 south and was coming down a this van passed me, and a big white van, and I, I remember looking, I don't know why, I just, we, we noticed tag numbers, you know, in states, and when it come by me, I recognized it had the Pennsylvania tags, and on the left uh, driver side back window, it had the, you know, the mom, the dad, and about three kids, and a dog, you know, the little outlines mm-hmm. of the people, the families. And it went on by and got way on out of sight And because uh, I don't usually do much more than the speed limit. And uh, somewhere along the way, I looked up and I seen taillights on the right side. It was at night. And I saw the taillights, so I moved over to the left lane. And as I was coming up on it, the first thing I saw was a little family in the back window. And I'm like, uh-oh, it was like homeboy had a little trouble there, you know. So like a regular old workman. And, well, I noticed when I come up on him closer, he was taking the Pennsylvania tags off and putting North Carolina tags on. <laughs> That's funny. And I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking, you know, oh, man, okay, so uh, they're pretty prepared, but. Yeah, they probably have a stack see, of them. 
Yeah, Well, you know, Brian, too, was one of the people that said he had to drive around with, like, a bunch of different outfits in his car, you know, so, like, he could blend in wherever they were going. So, you know, he'd have to have a bathing suit and a suit and a hoodie and whatever, you know, different things to change clothes. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I did, I did that a couple of times. I did the uh, incognito thing, uh, changed, changed up quite a bit, thinking it would make a difference when I was out and about. But, but it really didn't. It didn't help much. No. Yeah. I, I think it helped with the people around you, you know, the people that, the normal everyday people, but I don't think it uh it with the perps, the people at the stores, you know, the clerks and the cashiers, and I think the cognitive thing helped there some, but it didn't help with the perps. Well, no, I think you misunderstood. Well, yeah, you could. From the TI side of it, yeah, but he he called himself a security specialist, right? Oh, okay, right, right. He was hired. He w- he worked for the DOD, and he called himself quote security specialist. But what he did oh. was follow people around. Yeah, that's a piece of the story that people don't talk about a lot, and why he doesn't. Okay. Listen to any of us. He thinks he knows it. Uh, yeah, he uh, he's got it figured out, like a lot of other people. And yeah, that's true. we know we lot. know some things we know. We know some things we know, and we're absolutely sure sometimes. But well, anybody can be wrong, and anything is possible. So true, and it's any combination of the above. You know. Right, right, yeah. Uh, that's why it's really useless to go on the calls and lay it all out there and haggle it all out and try to figure it out and, yeah. you know, which, I mean, we're going to try to do. That's our, it's human nature, you know, but really mm-hmm. we probably get a way ahead of the game, or maybe break even at least if we just uh, work together and work together. But, mm. Yeah. Doesn't it's seem to work out it. that way. It doesn't? I was saying it doesn't seem to work out that way, but Sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we do have uh, some positive. I've heard some good things from uh, Midge. Uh, Mathis was talking about uh, quite a few things they were into and some other people. Of course, I pretty much fell out of contact with uh, a lot of people. They've gone certain ways and. Well, it's all I can do every day and every night to try to 
got us alive. So. Yeah, I know. I work. I work on my little cameras, and I work on my little locks, and I work on my little lights and blinkers, and I uh, mm-hmm. just try to get through another day and feed myself and keep the bills paid and try to live as much of a day normally as I can. But most of the most of the day, I am. I'm contemplating on. Okay, how much better tonight can I do at security than I did last night? And I spent a lot of time doing that. Yeah, right. Yeah, I pulled, uh, got a nice meadow back of my place. It's been so hot, you know, got some big old trees and walnut trees and pecan trees and really good shade trees. Uh, I pulled down there and the grass was about, oh, about 10 to 12 inches high, which it always stays kind of high. And uh, I pulled down there and found me a nice little shade tree and I hooked everything up and I stayed there most of the day, got, got me a good little nap and I come to and I'm thinking, wow, something something ain't right here. So I went to check in and sure enough, they had come and gone again. And the very second I rolled the window down and looked out the truck around me in the tall grass, you could see where they came and they stood. They walked the grass down while I was parked there. Hello. Yes, and not see off. Oh, I'm back. Either. Did it knock you off, Ken? Did it knock you off? No, I think it was. No, I think my the the earbuds slipped out of the the plug oh. of it. I just had to push it back in. Um. So who else is on the call? I heard a couple of people show up, the little ding-dong noises. Yeah, I heard a few. <laughs> heard some lady speak. Oh. Yeah, I didn't hear it. There's a gentleman on from Colorado. He's new. You might want to talk to him a little. And you want to, I don't know if he's still on, maybe he left, but um, the new guy. New guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hi, gentlemen from Colorado. Yeah. He's still there? My left. My left. Well, the new ones are a little bit shy about yeah. talking sometimes anyway. I I was on the call waiting, and I was oh. hearing the beeping coming in and going, and I thought, well, maybe somewhere 
along the way, somebody had talk. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It takes the brave ones to start up the conversation. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, now, now we can relax and make sandwiches. You know? <laughs> 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 Do the laundry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, on Mark's call for a little bit, and I don't go to bother going to Derek's anymore. And I heard Huggy Bear was having a call tonight, and Lauren has a call oh, I on didn't... Saturday. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know what happened to Laura. Laura, yeah. yeah. Linda, I'm sorry, EMP Linda, EMF Linda, whichever. EMF Linda. Oh, yeah. yeah huh. the 5G. Yeah, she usually has a call on Friday night, but she hadn't been there for the last three or four oh. weeks. Okay, I didn't know about that. Nobody's heard anything from her either. Huh. Yeah. And that's unusual because usually she'll be on some of the other calls too, you know, and uh, yeah, she's not even. Uh, you know calls. what? You know who else we haven't heard from lately is HC, the well, lady in California. Oh, is yeah, she on late? Okay. Yeah, she's okay. Yeah, Bloomy, right. is missing. She was Baker acted. I heard that a few weeks ago. Yeah. 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 Nobody's heard nothing out of her either. Uh-oh. That's not good. She's a nice lady. Yeah, smart gal, too. She had just had her head shaved. She said it was feeling so much better. And, uh... Well, Why did she do that? Well, the she has the Magellan's bad on her scalp. Oh. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It was causing her hair to fall out anyway, and well, mm-hmm. the Magellan's is more like a fungal infection that is. I don't know if you ever seen anyone with uh, psoriasis. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. Looks looks worse than I guess it probably really is. But she was at her job. She she uh, sit with a lady uh, during the day, and the lady and her had heard something up in the attic. So Lemmy just kind of blew up and took the broomstick and was beating on the ceiling, telling them. To oh, that's right. Oh. Along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I heard. That's that's the story. I yeah, but that was weeks ago. Yeah, well, I've got a number, and I've tried to call it regularly. The voicemail is full, so you can't leave a message, and then it just hangs up. But I have texted her. I have texted her to. Mm-hmm. See if anybody mm-hmm. responded. Nobody did. If she's still in the hospital, then they probably took her phone. Yeah, they probably took it. And, 
It's like they would have shut it off there, you know? It's like they cut the phone off and you call, it would tell you that you, the number's not available right now. Uh, no, they probably are collecting, uh, they probably just put it in with her things, you know. Well, they might well, I don't know. Threw it in a bag yeah. or something. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't know what they did. Yeah. Well, I sure hate that part because we, her, and several other people were just right before that were going over the fact that, well, you don't answer questions, you don't exactly refuse to go, but you don't sign anything. If you do go, and make sure you've got a backup plan, make sure there's someone that you can call, because if you get to those places, uh, even the homeless that are being picked up, if, if they don't have someone to call to come and get them, they'll just keep them. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. well, they're going to have a lot. They're going to have a lot of homeless people to deal with. Well, they want them. They want them. I hear. I hear they're putting them in the uh, old Walmart buildings that were turned into pen camps. Yeah, I heard that too a couple of years ago. And this is recently. This has been the last oh. um, three or four months. Really? Because oh. yeah. they got these big tent cities, you know, California, you know, people like can't afford it, so they, they live in a tent. Yeah. Well, that's why some of the states have passed laws making being homeless illegal. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the other states are coinciding with the, those states and also adding to the fact that, well, if you're homeless, you must also be mental or have some mental mm-hmm. issues because if you didn't have mental issues, you probably wouldn't be homeless is the way they were looking at it. And then well, drugs, yeah, that's... That's okay, false no. logic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not a logical conclusion. Not but at all. Yeah, you're... Fact is, yeah. Not much logical about this whole situation mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And then tomorrow, they're supposedly going to start this ICE roundup. Of yeah, the immigrants. That's what I was getting ready to say. Yeah. I uh, know. Yeah. We're on that well, wavelength. And, uh, yeah. Uh, well, now they, they said ice to... roundup, but they didn't. They didn't exactly specify that it was <laughs> all going to be aliens. Yeah. They said non-documented immigrants. Well, you know that kind of bothers me, Sue. I'm not. I'm not the smartest person in the world, but. I do pride myself on connecting dots that maybe other people don't see. And one of the things that we all talk about sometimes is the fact that, 
Well, very simply, cloning, uh, stealing of people's identity, uh, you know, all those sort of things kind of connect together. Well, wouldn't it be kind of strange if someone popped up at your door or someone's door and said, uh, Mr. Uh, Felipe Chavez live here? Uh, are you Miss Chavez? Uh, no, no, my name is Samaya. And, uh, you know, is your last name Chavez? No, no. Well, I got you down here for Chavez, ma'am. And uh, it's your description here. And this is your phone number because uh, we've got you talking to other people and other people talking to you. And so, I mean, we don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of that, but I think what they're going to do is have their hands full with the people who are already in this country who came from, like, other places, and they got millions of those to deal with first. Oh, I hope, so, you're, I hope you're absolutely right on that one. Yeah. Well, it, it's, a, it's well, more or less a fact. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's some other I mean, things, too. There's some other it's things. A different, it's yeah. a different kind of targeting, if you think yeah. about it. And your targeting well, is more or less what it is, right? Even yeah. if they change yeah. a little bit. You, you have an idea what your targeting is going to be like from night to night. The immigrants are going to have a different set of rules. Well, I usually speak from what I hear from other TIs. And one of the, one of the couple of things that I hear is uh, taking samples, uh, cutting their hair. Uh, even a few said something about having their fingernails clipped. And, uh, well, DNA, uh, robbery of their DNA, changing... DNA. I mean, it, it would just be a kick in the pants if uh, you went to the hospital and somebody looked at you and said, "Yeah, she's most definitely uh, uh, from a Mexican bloodline," and mm-hmm. you'd be sitting there going, "What?" But you know, these things are possible. And, I guess well, so. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. you can't uh, worry about it. I mean, oh, I'm not. Nice. I'm not. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I already got my big boot on because they come bothering me in that manner. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick up my heels. I'm gonna try to be like <laughs> Peter Gonzalez. I'm gonna try to be Andale. Andale. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But I, I, I guess we'll see. It's supposed to be out there. Yeah, we'll find out tomorrow or the next couple of days. And maybe they'll, maybe they'll, I don't know. They they just passed a new executive order, too, Donald Trump did a couple of yeah. days ago. And it pertains to the 2020 census. And uh, uh-huh. a lot of people have suggested that they weren't messing with the census. They weren't going to be a part of the census. They were sick and tired of going along with the government and all the crazy stuff going on. And 
So mm-hmm. Trump passed an executive order to say, okay, now you don't have a choice. Also, uh, you don't have to uh, fill out the census because this executive order allows us, the government, to acquire any and all records, documented information from anywhere, which is kind of what the, you know, 702 Patriot Act and all that says, uh, without any permissions from you. And they're not just doing it to targets. They're doing it to everyone in America. That would include your email information, your phone records, your uh, high school or grade school or where you got a layaway plan at Rent-A-Center to get you a a living room suit or any kind of tracing any and all and taking any and all information to determine whether you are a uh, legal American citizen or not. Yeah. I mean, that, I that's didn't what know, we're going to be doing. I, I didn't know about that. I knew he was signing yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was an executive order pertaining. Now, here's a here's a crazy thought. I, you know me. I like to think outside the box. But, okay, uh-huh. I'm going to pass an executive order. Okay, and the reason that I'm passing this executive order is because I want to know how many illegal immigrants we got in the country, right? Yeah, that's the, but, that's what they say on the surface. Uh, okay, yeah. But yeah. at the same time, I'm I'm going to confiscate any and all information from every American in the country to... And, and he mentioned, too, by the way, it was going to be about 95% accurate and but here's the thing most illegals don't have all of that information yeah so he's not going after this because of the immigrants Mm. he's going after this to take it from americans i mean as a target i can say this for myself they've already taken mine yeah. They've taken everything from me. And I'm not a terrorist and I'm not a illegal immigrant. Uh I was born right here in this country and my family's been here for hundreds of years and uh mm. but I'm being treated as if I was a terrorist or illegal immigrant. But as a as a person going after this information, I got to stop and think. Wait a minute, uh, we're going to be able to get all this from the Americans, yeah. But these illegals, they they don't have stuff we can trace down like that. Well, okay. Um, I mean, the fact is that as a TI, your information has already been collected. So it's not anything new for you. For you know? for us, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be maybe new for anybody who's been outside the circle. You know. 
Yeah. Of course, then maybe they want more TIs to work on, you know? So that yeah. could be a piece of it. Yeah. Well, all I know is this. I'm not going to waste my time collecting all that data trying to find a, find some illegal immigrants because they use each other's names and in everybody's names. They got five or six or seven or eight or nine names, and <laughs> they don't do like they don't do like we do. They don't. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. everybody's name was Juan or Maria or something. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to be wasting my time. If, if, in other words, they were wasting their time trying to convince me that the main objective was to locate and determine citizenship or not. Mm-hmm. That'll work on Americans fine. But yeah. It's not going to work on. It's not going to work on Pepe because Pepe's got a bunch of names. <laughs> wow. You know, you got a point there, though. They probably haven't got themselves registered um, a lot of digital, you know, they probably don't have yeah. a lot of uh, accounts, let's say, in the state. Look, look, one of, them, one of them will get a car legally registered that uh-huh. is drivable. And yeah. one of them will get a driver's license that is legal, and they'll swap it off. They'll they'll rent mm-hmm. it, they'll sell it, they'll buy. It. Look, you can take someone's name huh. and all that information and sell it. Yeah. To, to they'll buy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That might be part of what's going on with us. Well, well, just a thought. Yeah. Black market stuff. Yeah. Selling mm-hmm. and buying identity. Identities yeah. that work. A way to get a credit card. A way to get uh, a lease on a car mm-hmm. or house lease or rent or even buy. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, a bank account. Uh, you might have 10 or 15 bank accounts right in your neighborhood and not even know about it. Wow. But I, I have that, not, uh, yeah, I don't I know a lot about that. The, yeah, well, I got a paper from the uh, Social Security place one time that mm-hmm. mentioned uh, there being a second person using my numbers, mm. uh, Social Security numbers, and I've I done some research on it, and it turns out that this person was uh, an immigrant, and they were paying taxes and Social Security uh, on my number. And I I made a joke with the guy. I said, so the guy's increasing my Social Security benefits, uh, paying... (laughs) On uh, stuff every time, every month. He's like, well, uh, yeah, you could look at it that way. And yeah. I said, I said, well, he's kind of doing me a favor. I said, and then they found out that there was credit cards and 
some other things. And, well, my credit rating wasn't that good until this guy got the cards. And he made my credit rating go through the roof. And I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe it's time to put a stop to it. And then they did find a bank account. And the guy had a right my size bank account. And uh, but they the thing was is they couldn't do anything about it unless I pressed charges for a while is the way it was told to me, and then all of a sudden they decided to, yeah. Huh. Yeah. So they took everything he had, gave him some prison time, and when he got out of prison, they shipped him back to Mexico. Uh huh. Getting ten years, young guy too. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, but I didn't press any charges, and uh, the way it was told to me in the beginning was that they needed me to press the charges, and I, I said, well, I, I'm going, mm-hmm. I'm going to research it myself, and that's what I told him, and. <laughs> when I found out that my credit rating now went through the roof and my Social Security benefits were being paid double every month that went by, uh, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. There might be some good to all this. And so I just kind of paused and I said, well, yeah. maybe the guy's got a wife. Maybe he's got kids. Maybe, you know, mm-hmm. got him a nice home, nice car. Yeah, but it's so wrong. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. But they're taking a lot from us. I know. Yeah. I know physically they take. Somehow, I don't. I don't know how to put my finger on it, but I feel like something. Every time they come and go, I feel like something's being taken that isn't the norm, isn't the, probably isn't anything anybody would ever guess. Kind of like, kind of like the, well, here's a picture I get in my mind, but kind of like if someone came and plugged a cord into your shoulder and mashed a button on a machine, and the machine would take uh, energy or even fluids or even information or uh, there's something going on with all of this. And I, I don't know how to explain it or my thoughts or feelings, but I can tell you this. And I can actually send or post a picture of this, but if you turn the palm of your hand up and just gaze at the palm of your hand for a second, imagine if you took a black magic marker like a Sharpie and went Mm -hmm. from the tip of your finger toward the center of the palm of your hand down the very center of each one of your fingers, including your thumb, yeah. and just stopped 
about the time that it gets to your hand, I, I get these lines. They're not that dark and they're not that vivid as if you were to draw them. But it's it's a sunken place in the very center of all four, five, well, four fingers and a thumb on both hands. And they're plain, easy to see. You don't have to, I mean, it's, it's a line down the center of my fingers, and they look like they've been drawn up. You know how if you wash uh-huh. dishes and you you keep your hands in a, uh, a lot of, keep your hands in the water for too long, you know, it kind of gets... Yeah. Frankly, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that's the way the my fingers tips, mm. and uh, I wake up like this, and the lines are there, and the wrinkles are there, and it's it's like something's being drained. Mm. I I don't know how to explain it, but I mean, I hear what you're saying. I, I don't know how I don't have an explanation for you, but. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. And um, I've spoke before of how they're using the dermabrasion or seems to be like dermabrasion on the mm-hmm. palms of my hands. They'll be real shiny and slick and uh, mm-hmm. smooth, like a Kenny. Well, a funny thing, you know, on a smartphone screen, you have to you tap it with your finger, yeah, and it makes it work well, right after they do this, I can turn my smartphone on and I can tap that screen, and it won't mm-hmm. work i don't have the I don't have whatever it is that makes the screen contact with my finger it is mm-hmm. temporarily gone i can't mm-hmm. I have to tap and tap and tap and i I've noticed I'll lick the tip of my finger with it and, you know, kind of roll it around against my thumb and touch real quick, and it'll it'll work then. But right out of the gate, I can't even make the smartphone work. So there's mm-hmm. something missing. There's something not there mm-hmm. that, that normally is. But my fingernails, uh, they get away from me sometimes, and I don't even cut as often as I should with all this stuff going on. So, But that's how I know that the dermabrasion is definitely going on because whatever they're using on my skin, when they get around where my fingertips are, it'll actually groove out a rounded, like, quarter-moon spot in my fingernail. It'll literally grind... The nail, yeah. Oh, what would be the purpose of that? For their, from their point of view, what is? I I don't know. The the only purpose I can think of is something that Neil and I were talking about one time, and Uh he was saying that they could they had some kind of machine that if you were to be like thirty foot away from them. And they could point it at your palm and hit your palm with it. It would tell them 
something to do with your DNA. And uh, oh. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I, well, I wonder, you know, is my fingerprints the same as they were too? You see, there's another aspect of the mm-hmm. identity thing. Uh, there's, there's, and also, uh, my armpit hair. Now, most of you ladies, y'all take care of that yourselves. But my armpit hair was literally pulled out. All of them, both sides. Yeah. You think that's for DNA? That's for testing. Because see, now, yeah, now if you go to a job to get a job when they do the drug mm-hmm. testing uh, they used to get you to pee in a cup and now they don't they pull a hair from your armpit and that tells everything that you've ever had in your body anywhere along the way mm. wow yeah. yeah but they pulled all of mine and another strange thing was my hair stayed cut and trimmed neatly at the same length for a year and a half. I, I didn't even have to go <laughs> to, to the wow. barber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and the hair was, was the hair was left in the truck wherever I was, or the motel, or wherever it was there. There, the hair would be. And uh, I saved some of it, but, well, how do you prove it's your hair? But then I was out in my yard one day, and one of the neighbors come riding through. He stopped for a minute, and we were out talking in the yard there, and he looks at the back, toward the back side of my head, and he said, wow. Now, he had just been here. He comes by regular. He had just been there, here a couple of days before. And he said, wow, where in the world did that come from? And I turned and I looked around behind me and I looked back at him. I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, your hair, your hair is about four inches longer than it was the other day. And I reached back and grabbed and sure enough, I hadn't even noticed it. And my hair was all of a sudden overnight four inches longer than it was the night before. And as strange as it may sound, it wasn't my hair. One thing about my hair, since I was a kid, it would reach the length just longer than my ear, and it would curl. My mom used to pick on me and, Instead of calling me Richard, she called me Rebecca when it got long. Because it would curl, and it's been like that all my life. But now, it doesn't do that. And another sign of the dermabrasion, which I just remembered because I reached back and grabbed my hair, strangely thinking of it being four inches longer out of the blue, but he wasn't the only one who noticed that, but I, every morning after they've come and gone, which is most every morning, the back very tips of my hair will be knotted 
and twisted and tied all up in knots. And, well, a dermabrasion machine with anything spinning would definitely do that. Mm. Yeah, so, and they're, they're doing the back of my neck, too, the back of my neck, shoulders, feet, hands, legs. Well, they're pretty much getting to the whole body these days, yeah, even some private areas, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't figure out what the purpose would be, except if it was, like you said, DNA and maybe some genetic testing, you know. Um, and maybe well, there's some I chemistry had, that they're trying to yeah. remove. Like well, I had, you, you I, had uh, yeah. I had parasites. I had got hold of some parasites. And I went to a bunch of doctors, and they labeled me as delusional. And somewhere along the way, after about four and a half to six years, somewhere in there, uh, of trying to get help after being eaten up by these parasites for all that time, someone finally realized that I was telling the truth that I did have parasites and they had labeled me wrongly and I think all of this pertains to them getting rid of any medical proof that I did have parasites and of course the infections that the parasites would cause and once the medical proof is gone but the thing is how they're doing it how they're doing it and I get the drugs and I get the shots in the knee and the leg and the headaches and all the other things that you guys but you see I say you guys get but then I hear many many TIs talking about being involved with parasites and bugs and all that sort of stuff bothering them or in their home or or whatever. So it's it's not like uh, I'm different than everyone else or that they're different than me because we all have the same sort of symptoms and some of the similar things going on. But daily under hypnosis and that that's the crazy part of this whole thing i know that that's how they're doing what they do to me there's no way that that you could walk up on me undress me use a dermabrasion machine all over my body put chemicals on me trim my hair uh pull my armpit hair, uh, all these different things that, without some type of control over me. And they exercise this control. I, I've laid down many, many times with the anger in my heart that I'm not going to sleep. This is not going to happen today. 
This is going to stop right here. I'm going to get a hold of one of these suckers, and I'm going to make them pay. And the next thing you know, I'm out. I'm out cold. And I wake mm-hmm. up, and they've come and gone. Now, I have mm-hmm. put beepers in my hand that are wearing two pieces. If if you let go of the two pieces, it goes off. Beep, 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 beep. I put cameras all around me, audio recorders, tape recorders, and some of the recordings I had would freak you out because apparently they're not scared or worried about the recordings, the audio, because I got plenty of those. But now the videos, they always manage to delete them or take the SD card or take the camera or something. Uh, but I, I've tested it to the guilt. Uh, as far as trying to fight back, and it's not—it's not a. It's nothing I've ever known before, but there's nothing I can do. I've tried yeah. everything. The only one thing and, that uh, I tried that that did work bothers me even more, because I was sitting yeah. in my truck. Three doors locked completely. One door pulled up next to a tree where the door could not open, and the fuses pulled out for the windows so they wouldn't roll up and down either. And somehow or another, they were still getting in this truck. I even thought, well, they're pulling the window to one side and reaching in and uh, pulling the window to, you know, where they can get in. Uh, and I checked, and sure enough, you can do the windows. You can pull them right up out the door and lay them over to the side. And I, so I, mm. caulked, I caulked the windows solid into the door so that you couldn't, you couldn't take them. Do you have, but, are your locks electronics? Code? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're electronic why. code. But yeah. I got it fixed to where, well, I got straps, ratchet straps on the oh, inside yeah. Huh. Yeah, door huh. to door. Uh-huh. And oh, they couldn't get to those. But anyway, they kept getting in even though I was parked on the tree. And I said, something I'm missing. There's something i got to be missing something. And I went over mm-hmm. and over it in my mind, and then I realized as long as there was electricity, and, and I tested it, the truck had been moved away from the tree and then pulled back in place. Now, how in the world did they do that? Because mm-hmm. so they would have they had to done it from the inside of the truck. But... But, uh, but it hit me. It occurred to me. I'm like, oh. Hello? I think we lost them. 
Now who else is on? They grow awesome. Okay, well, oh, they knocked else? me right off. Yeah, I heard that. Right off. Yeah. yeah. Heard somebody else come in. But anyway, wow. to end that story quickly, the thing was is I asked myself, are you the one moving the truck for them? Are you opening the doors? And I, I said, well, I got to stop that. So I turned my headlights on. I killed the battery deliberately. So I couldn't mm-hmm. even move the truck. And they did not bother me that night. Now, I had to call somebody to come jump me the next morning to mm-hmm. even move the truck. But mm-hmm. it worked. Of course, I can't kill a battery every night. No, but you could maybe disconnect the battery every night. Well, no, see, here's the crazy thing, Sue. If I can disconnect it, I can also reconnect it. Put it back. Okay. Hmm. Well, that's a theory, though. That's a workable theory, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, the theory is I need to fix it where... I can't help them because I'm not going to help myself. They are Mm. getting me to help them. You should look into scopolamine as a drug that they might be using on you. Oh, I know for a fact they mm-hmm. are using scopolamine because one of them was brave mm-hmm. enough to send me a text message to my phone and said, look up Colombian devil's breath. Because that's where the drug comes from, is from oh. the Colombian devil's breath plant. It's, it's oh. come, it comes from the seed. Yeah. Yeah, huh? Yeah. Well, because I would have... Yeah. Yeah. I've heard about that. I've heard about them using scope on uh, super soldiers so they wouldn't remember some of their crimes. Well, I don't know if I'm not doing me a... I don't know if I'm not doing me a total disservice because I'm really, really good at keeping them out of the truck. Now, I'm not so good when I'm in the house or out in the public, but mm-hmm. they've gotten better and better about aerosol. So they mm-hmm. will aerosol the truck, well, <laughs> most of the night and most of the day. Mm-hmm. But, it, but see, I'm thinking, okay, well, that's my fault because I make it so hard 
phone to get to me, that's the only option they have is to knock me out, take control. But now, here's a crazy thing. As I said, I would lay down, awake, get comfortable, looking around, kind of pull my hat down over my eyes like the old cowboys used to do. And I'm laying there, you are not doing this to me. You are not doing this to me today. I'm going to be wide awake. And then the next thing you know, I'm out cold. Mm-hmm. They have frequencies for that, too. Yeah, well, I always smell. I can smell and sense mm-hmm. this stuff. Yeah, I can. So they're, they're waiting and spraying. and <clears throat> Well, you have never been on the phone with me much, but when I, just when I was on the calls mostly, but Deb from Wisconsin and Laura and quite a few other people, we do talk on the phone quite a bit, and they'll get to spraying that stuff, man, and I'm gagging and coughing and throwing up. And Oh, I've heard you. I've heard you coughing, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, even on the, you know, on these calls sometimes. I know. But you see, if I, I was believe- out of the truck, if I was out of the truck, moving around, sleeping in my bed, and wearing the aluminum foil hat, and mm-hmm. all the normal stuff that other people do, then I wouldn't be getting the spray. And, well, I mean, I might still be getting the spray. I, I don't know. But I know when I was in the house, they didn't have any trouble doing all the things that we're doing. But Knowing my story, I got the parasites, I got the infection from the parasites, I couldn't get any help from the doctors, everybody blew me off, then labeled me, and then realized that I was right, and they were wrong, and instead of apologizing and saying, hey, we're sorry, we're going to fix this, next thing I know, I got all this crazy mess going on, but you see, not just me, there's so many other people have the very same identical story. Mm-hmm. Laura, Laura, for instance, uh, she told a story I didn't know had happened to her. And she said, yeah, the doctors grabbed me and stuck a needle in me right in the hospital, held me down and stuck a needle to me. And uh, that's the same thing they did to me. And Neil uh, talks about the parasites and the bugs. And me and him have been talking, and it was identical to what he had happened and was going on with him. And then he became targeted. And uh, See, I wasn't targeted. I'm sorry. Well, I can't really say. But it was after all of this after the labeling and all the other stuff and the misdiagnosing, it was after all that when I started getting targeted. The first time they come in my home and stuck a needle in my back, in my bed, I got up and figured out what had happened, and a car stopped out on the road. I heard 
someone at my, a female voice at my window say, I'm the one stuck you in your butt, honey. And then all of a sudden I hear a car door. The car takes off. So there's, but there's many of them. There's many stories. and We usually talk about mine a whole lot, but. That's why I did the research and did all the digging around and talking to all the different TIs. There's so much of it identical. Well, gallons, that's one little category. The parasites and infection, that's another sort of category. And But it all points to a covert cover-up in secrecy and mind control, hypnosis, but there, the mind control, that's another category because I don't know that everybody is. I can't say everybody is. Lonnie likes to think I'm too strong for the mind control thing, but somebody's using drugs. They're doing what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Richard is called late for me. I'm going to set out. Oh. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry you're suffering rest. so much. Oh, no, it's, um, I'm blabbering on. We're all suffering. and <laughs> It makes me think when I when I talk about it all, I think. And yeah, I know. So, yeah. So I appreciate that. But you get you some rest and okay, have a good thank night. You. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Okay, bye-bye. I hear people beeping in and out. Anybody else there? Maybe a few perps like to say something. Speak now or forever hold my peace. I guess not. I hear you over there. All right, guys. I want to talk. I'll have a good morning. <laughs>